You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Bring It In. It's another beautiful Monday in Savannah. And we have an awesome show lined up for you guys today. As you know, I've been telling you for the past couple weeks, the Savannah Falcons have their home openers this Saturday, February 25th. At Memorial Stadium, it's going to be a blackout, so make sure you get out there in all black. Get ready to support your Savannah Falcons against the the cross-county rival um, Effington, Effingham Outlaws. And, uh, I mean, some people say to really have a rivalry, I mean, there's got to be some, some uh, wins on both sides, and the Falcons have been able to secure the wins in every game against the outlaws they have been some good games uh but luckily today we have two falcons players we're going to bring on jonathan deloach and devin king somebody from the offense somebody from the defense to i just want to pick their brains about them playing football throughout their life them playing for the Savannah Falcons. These are two guys who have been with the Falcons since the very first time I got out to watch them play a game down in Richmond Hill a couple years ago. So without any more waiting, let's bring on uh, Jonathan Deloach and Devin King. How are you guys doing? Are you guys there? Oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Welcome into... uh, into the show king we've talked before on the falcons have a uh podcast that they try to run throughout the season uh down by the river and we've talked on there before uh i've talked to both of you multiple times at games and practices how are you uh, i'll ask you first king how are you feeling uh now that it's game week you're are you ready to go? I bet we've we've discussed actually. I I think we've talked on air that uh, you were thinking maybe last year because some shoulder injury uh, that that may have been your last year. But you're still with the Falcons, which is awesome because I mean, it, from from above it looks like you help inspire and you help motivate the defense. Uh, that side of the ball. So, how are you feeling now that it's game week? Oh uh, man, you know me. I'm I'm always ready to fight. I'm good. I think these boys they they ready. You know what I'm saying? They staying motivated, staying hyped up. Yeah, ready to eat. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's the third season the Falcons have been around. They've made the playoffs the first two seasons. Uh, Jonathan, JD, uh, what? Are you guys, how have you guys prepared different this year to actually uh, make a longer push throughout the playoffs? Okay, this year, uh, yeah. we're getting everybody on the ball game or traveling. Um, last year, we traveled when we went to Spartans, we had 15, 16 players. But this year, the outcome is going to be different. We come in 25, 35 players strong, maybe 50 at home. You know, maybe 50 on the road, depending on where we're going. So, yeah. And and I want to I want to talk to you because I stopped by practice last night and I got to see uh, 
you right before game week. And last year, you were another guy that was kind of uh, dealing with some injuries. You, you had a little uh, limp in your in your walk at times, and <laughs> and I know I know. Um, in the past, there there have always been a good stable of running backs, so it, you you didn't have to force yourself through too much last season. But uh, man, uh, and now Jamie's back with us, and man, last night, last night, up, I saw that classic spin move, which was the very <laughs> first move that we ever saw. You hit on somebody right on the sideline against yeah. like the Bold City Thunder uh, down in Richmond Hill, and I saw that spin move, and I saw your you out there moving, and yeah. I mean it's nothing like how you were feeling last year. I know you were ready to go last year. You would you would step in when you needed to, but I mean. What what have you done? What have you done this past off season? Uh, have you done anything different this past off season to make sure that that you're coming out looking that crisp? Yes, sir. I did. Yes, sir. Uh, my trainer, his name is Ar. Hold it down on Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, he's one of the best trainers in Savannah. Oh. Um, when it comes to strength and conditioning, uh, and endurance, like he run me. You know, like we on the treadmill, run, incline 15 at Planet Fitness, 25 minutes, and then we do our workout. So it's like uh, balance, stability. Yeah, we learned we learned a lot this year when it comes to um, him training me. Um, when it when it comes to uh, Ar, he he's one of those guys like he know you can do good. He's going to push you to do more. So he was pushing me. He was pushing me. At least about seven to eight sessions. Uh, so it was kind of it was kind of hard, you know, getting past AR. Yeah. To, um, you know, to get through my injuries and everything like that. So yeah, I congratulate him and um, flag football. You know, that spin move come from flag football. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I say something yeah. about JD? Yeah, yeah. JD always been a good football player. I met JD when he was a little bit younger. He a big talker, but he a good football player. But this year, I see a lot of humbleness and growth as a as a man with him, and that's something that that's gonna make him an even better player. Like, and I've always told him, I said, "Bro, you good, but you'd be way better." And I, I, I see him doing that now. Okay. Yes. You. Like you, I think I'm way older than everybody else. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, well, somebody said, "Hey, y'all." Uh, <laughs> Hey, how's it going? Special guest. Always on the brand. Always welcome on the brand. Hey. She's like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then that brings me to another thing. I mean, King, your daughter just came on. and uh, Or is that your son? That is my daughter. Okay. Um, I just had a son, too. Okay. I knew you had a little boy as well. Uh your daughter just came on and you've been you've been kicking around retirement uh is is there more of a family um atmosphere kind of around the falcons it's the third year there are a bunch of guys that have been here for multiple years um there there have been some guys that maybe weren't a great fit for the team and they're not there anymore yeah. Uh, does that does that play into your thought on when yeah. you're coming back? Yeah, it does because you gotta you gotta get rid of the cancers, man. Because it, it's not a good environment to be around. All the negative energy and the crying and complaining, and we do like we're it's still a young team. People still learning and all of that. But uh, Cheese is trying to get us to be like more as a family like doing stuff together and like doing stuff for the community and stuff now like i'm not from savannah yeah so like majority of the events that they've had like i miss them but i donate to it yeah but it's it's more positivity going on within the team now and that's that's gonna be a good thing you know what i'm saying yeah moving forward that's always uh i mean when when i was growing up in high school playing football right on the inside of our locker room you walked in and it said the three f's faith family football i mean yeah. and that's uh 
was one of the things that our coaches used to to make sure that we were bonding as a family because I mean you f- you feel like a family you're going to you're going to put out 150 yeah, percent out there. You're going to play as a family, you're going to play for each other instead of just playing for yourself. Yeah. It's a big difference. Hey, Glenn, we talked we talked about that last week with uh the Kansas City Chiefs culture. Dog you on dog. I mean? Building up that culture. So now now that it's uh, game week, Saturday, February 25th, there's a blackout in Memorial Stadium. Kickoff, 6 o'clock. Tickets are $10. Kids 10 and under, get in free. We got the number 14 Savannah Falcons in the EAFL versus the number 30 Effingham Outlaws. Uh JD, do you pay attention to these rankings? Especially, I mean, we always joke around on our show when it's coming up the NFL season. I always put out like a way too early power rankings and um, just, I mean, who knows how close. I mean, I think in my top 10, there were like maybe four to five that were actually the top at the end of the season. So right now, are you worried about those rankings or? Oh, no. <laughs> I see I really, both. I see King shaking his head no, too. Yeah, I really laugh at him sometimes. Okay. So, I mean, there have been, there have been matches over and over again against the uh, Effingham Outlaws. Last, last March, Falcons win 20 to 14. Then April comes around, Falcons win 20 to 7. Are there any. What. How do you guys prepare? King, I'm going to ask you this because uh, you're on the defensive side and maybe you're, you're one of the key moves. But the Outlaws have a somewhat mobile quarterback in Jeremy Mills the past couple mm-hmm. of seasons. I see he's still on the. Uh, roster i'm guessing he's going to be their starting quarterback again do you have special plans to uh make sure that the defense is containing him and uh yeah. doing the exact same thing that you guys have been doing for the past couple of years yeah. honestly not to have big head i mean we know we study everybody yeah but we know us we're not worried about it okay like that that's just us like both sides of the ball. And, and even with that, like, we've grown as that, too, because we always had, like, offensive struggles. We fixed that problem. Yeah. So we not worry about none of that. Jeremy, a good player. I give it to him. Like, we cool and all of that. Yeah. But when game day comes, I don't know none of them guys. Yeah. I and mean, I'm going to treat them just like that. Yeah. And I, I know there are some uh, there are some guys that uh, have closer bonds with some of the Falcons players. Uh, I mean – I I don't have the their roster in front of me, but Calvin Holmes. I mean, he that's, was that's that's my nephew. Yeah, and he was playing. He was playing yeah. last year with the Falcons, and he played in the preseason game. I mean, he's he's a really good player. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's sad to see him go over to Effingham. Uh, do you think the additions that we've had on? Uh, defense over the off season are gonna gonna kinda cover the fact that someone good on the defense like him has uh actually left. Yeah, I mean we, we added a lot of great players. Yeah. Like Calvin Calvin made a move for himself. He wanted to go somewhere that was better for him, I guess, as far as getting playing time. Yeah. And that that's fine. That's understandable. Don't have a problem with none of that, but we added a lot of great guys. So, I mean, he'll be missed, but everybody's replaceable. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, I watched you guys go against the Spartans in that preseason game, exactly. and everything. And they and they was what unbeaten for two years straight. Yeah, and, and we fixed that. You, <laughs> <laughs> you fixed that. You guys looked good, and uh, I mean on on all on all sides of the ball um, exactly. uh, JD I want to ask you about uh, 
new additions to the team as well, or maybe some returning additions. A guy you've played football with forever, Mari Latson's coming back into the defensive fold. Uh, how's that? How's that help out? And uh, is that just fun? Just because you and Mari have been playing together for so long, that finally he's back on on the sideline with you. To be honest, I'm very happy about Mari making that move to come back. And uh, every time I play with Mari, that's an automatic 12 points. Like I always call, I always call him 12 point shot. Like he don't even know it, but I always call him 12 point shot. Like the reason why I call him that, he go get 12 points. He go get six kick on um, on kickoff return. Mm-hmm. Arm thrown to him, and he was that way since high school. So 12 point shot it is. Yeah, I made him regret it last year though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he's a he's a good player. He plays well with the Falcons. Um I want to ask also uh there looks like a little more firepower on the offensive side. Uh Do you think with the additions on offense that the Falcons are going to be able to get over that hump of 20 points from oh, last yeah. season. Yeah. 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 Hey, we we didn't already started it. We got two new running backs. Um, I call one Saquon Boxley because of the way he built. Yeah. And my man got wheels. He that boy fast. <laughs> He's like a younger version than me for real. But <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to play. I, I can't wait to play with him. You know, I ain't going to say too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we don't we don't want to give out a scouting report or anything, but oh, we we can we can get this one out. I'm gonna be running the ball more this year. Oh yeah, so you must that shoulder must be feeling a lot better. Listen, I didn't. I had, is it the arm that you raised surgeries. up right now? Yeah, this one right here. I oh. couldn't even move this thing. I had two surgeries while I was going on my shoulder and my back. I'm I'm back. Yeah, nice. Look, old dog still got it. Yeah. When um, we're talking about where you guys play, Memorial Stadium, one of the nicest stadiums in the EAFL, uh, in my opinion. I'm, I'm sure there are some that are comparable, but I haven't seen them yet. Uh, does it make a difference when you guys are in Memorial? Is there a little more pressure? Because I know there were, there were talks back and forth, the season opener, was almost in Hardyville, South Carolina, and mm-hmm. that's that's never good to have your season start off in a, another city. Uh, is there more pressure when you're in that big, that big nice stadium, or once you get on on the football field? I mean, every football field is the exact same. So, what's it like? Good. No, what what were you gonna say? Go ahead, King. Oh man, listen. I mean, it don't matter to me. I <laughs> I'll play football anywhere. I don't care if we is on dirt and rocks. I'ma play because all I see is I feel like somebody trying to steal something from me. So I'm coming for you. I don't care where we at. But I mean, it's better having our season opener at actual home. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a good all around vibe. But I don't care if we was at Effingham. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna tell him it's my house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I love playing the Memorial. I've been playing since I was four. So, yeah. So you played good. at the old Memorial? Yes, sir. That is, that's before my time in Savannah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was six. I was six and nine playing the Memorial. I want my cha- my first six another championship at Memorial, the old Memorial. Yeah, and, and I mean, as you're saying that, you're you're you are like the local on this on this show right now. Uh, give me give me a little bit of insight on you, your family, the connection you guys have, because I mean, I think it's just awesome. I love every time you start telling me about the history your family has in this city. Okay, uh it started <laughs> off from Billy and my grandfather Lawrence Loach. Um they two Harlem famers uh from 
Tompkins High School. And uh we got family that uh my Robert, my cousin, my cousin Robert, I really call him my uncle. Yeah. But my cousin Robert, he has some kids. And uh one of them right now play for VCU. Uh one of them just graduated from Ohio State. One of them graduate from uh, Florida State. Florida State football player there, right? VCU basketball player. Correct. I mean, and, um, his uh, what else? I got another. I got another uncle named Uncle Matt. He's a Harlem Globetrotter, and his son plays for Indiana right now. So it's like my family all in the mix. All in the mix. Uh, you were telling me about your grandfather over the weekend and how he's in the Hall of Fame of Savannah Sports, and he's just been been helping out, doing things in the community, and uh, it's just it's just awesome. Like your connection with the community, and that's why I, I'm trying to let everybody know we got guys who are generations on the savannah falcons i don't know if you're gonna find that on the savannah bananas maybe i don't know if you're gonna find that on the ghost pirates i'm pretty sure there aren't generational hockey players in uh savannah <laughs> seeing how we don't get much uh snow or ice but never play hockey and never been on ice. <laughs> You're not missing anything. It is it's dangerous and and when you slide when you fall on hurt. ice, it's it's harder than uh you fall faster than normal. I don't even know how. That thing, that thing hurt. <laughs> it's about everybody play basketball, so I'm used to basketball and baseball. Yeah. So King Yes, sir. With you uh being one of the veterans, one of the older veterans on the team, can you uh can you walk me through your preparation now that it's game week? Um, are you taking it easy? Are you not changing anything? Um, take me through your preparation mentally and physically leading up to the game this weekend. Uh, I don't know. You, you It's pretty much a, a overall finding a reason to stay motivated. Because if you go into the game with stuff on your mind and, and just bad vibes, you, you're going gonna to be horrible or it's going to rub off. Um, staying hydrated. You got to stay hydrated because a lot of guys do a lot of drinking, myself. But during the season, I slow down. You know what I'm saying? Drink a lot of water. Stretching. Uh, you don't want to pull nothing. But pretty much you don't want to overdo anything. Just like even at practice. You, you you do certain things in practice, but you don't want to do too much and mess around and roll your ankle or do something to get hurt. So you, you got to be careful and take care of yourself, but more more so mental to get right and, and ready for the game. Okay. Have you ever uh, experienced the fact, like, mentally getting prepared for – a football game too early so then when you get to the actual game you're almost over it nah alright like now I got like a normal thing I've always done like I talk to my kids before I play football and that's that's like something I've always done and it, it really get me hype because my daughter she used to always come to my games my older daughter yeah but she's in Texas now but she always talks to me she's like oh send me a picture da 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 like She's like, and you better win. <laughs> okay. So. Nice, nice. Uh, Jamie, you have anything? <laughs> Sup, call so, uh, the way you just called. Nah, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, nah. Oh. Uh, well, you know, I did. I kind of just a quick, you know, question on a couple things here. Um, We've been we've been watching this now. We we've, we've been involved with the with the Falcons here for a couple of years, and I remember the first game that I went and watched out, and I think it was at the Richmond Hill Stadium. Um, and, and, and how do you feel about how things have developed from a team uh, standpoint? From the you know the guys you had that first year, I remember watching. I don't know if it was y'all's first year, but something about you know the, the team development and, and the ability to kind of. Uh, improve the Falcons roster 
as you're playing, you know, you got your from like Johnny Johnny D's from from here. You try to recruit guys. How you how you going about getting your team better with, with those players? And, and and the development that you've seen just in a couple of years. I'm talking Kane. Mm. He talking to but you guys. Yeah, I talked to both of you guys. I feel like I feel like coach putting his foot down more now. And he's not he like I feel like the first year when we first came out, he was kinda like, Okay, we need depth. But we need a lot of, we need a lot of people to win games. Yeah. But now he's like he's looking for talent. He's not playing the radio. If you're not if you're not conditioning with us, you're not playing, you know. So if you're not at practice, you're not playing. So Yeah. He's he's doing what a coach is supposed to do now in year three. I mean, he could have. I mean, he done that in year one, but it was it was more so of us getting, you know, it was more it was more so like chemistry. If you understand what I'm saying, we was trying yeah. to, that, but it, it we end up failing. We even though we went to the playoffs, we ended up failing short. But uh, I feel like this year we're going to have a, a better outcome than we did in the last two years. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the improvement of the team. It's obviously that you definitely have gotten uh, more talented, more players. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys come out this year. Look, man, I'm ready. Look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but but seriously, like it, it seemed like it, it's it's the attitude is a little different, like within the clubhouse, which with y'all's team. You know, it seemed like a little more of a club, sort of a jokey, you know, gathering of guys yeah. just messing around, getting together on a ball field. But now, you know, you say it now, you're out there to win. And, and it's, yeah. it's important for you all to win. It's, it's it's more than just that. And and keeping that team, getting it better, playing, being competitive. So I just I, – I'm curious how you guys go about getting more guys, you know, like – because that's got to be a tough thing to do. There's not a whole lot of people ready to play football like that, you know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a struggle. It's a struggle trying to get guys to be dedicated. Yeah, you get anybody that want to come play football, but dedication is the most important thing because you got to make it to practice. You got to pay dues. You you got to make us believe that this is what you really want. And like, you know what I'm saying? Getting your equipment and, and all of that. Like, it's a lot in it. Yeah. But then you got certain guys that want to be catered to. You can't be catered to. Like, we all grown men. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? But we, we it's, it's more of a family vibe now. Because like he was saying, Cheese, he he was letting a lot slide. That's probably one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. And yeah. people was taking advantage of that. And he he's become, becoming more stern and all of that. And I be getting on to him myself. I'm like, man, you gotta, you gotta put your foot down on these guys, or they gonna, you know what I'm saying, keep getting by. They played football before, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you really gotta step down. And he, he has, but we, we got more of a family vibe going on. We laugh and joke and play around, but we mean business. Yeah, it, it yeah. looks like it from the practices and the preseason game. I've I've seen. I'm extremely excited for Saturday. Like I said, everybody, if you're just tuning in, Saturday, blackout at Memorial Stadium, the Falcons versus the Effingham Outlaws. This will be like the fourth time, maybe fifth time that these two teams have uh, played. I, yeah, I can, time. Okay. I can remember yeah, three games for sure. Time. Yep. Every single time. I know um, if we look way back at the first game, I know there are some claims from the Outlaws that that game got stopped before the Falcons were able to run. But, I mean, people are always going to run their mouth. But last last year, both those games were 100% in the books. Falcons won 20-14, yeah. 20-7. Um, and it's, it's a rivalry because these two teams are right next to each other. Guys on either team have played together in semi-pro in high school, played against each other the same. And so 
So with that comes the fact that these teams know each other a little bit more. Uh, JD, take me through the process of when you're in the middle of a play and you have to make these split split second decisions uh, as you're carrying the ball. Uh, what what's going through your mind? Anything? How to stand them up? <laughs> How to stand them up? I'm gonna stand you straight up. But but then but when you do when you do hit that spin move, what what's telling you? Is that just the fact that you've been playing so long? You're not even really planning what you're doing. You just your body knows that you're at that point and that that spin move is going to work. Yes, I sometimes when I be doing it, I just be joking around. <laughs> to be honest, like in yeah. practice, like in practice last night, I was joking around. Yeah, but um, but that that's really how you get a lot of stuff off. You keep it fun and like, is 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 like when you when you keep it like that. You get a lot of stuff off. Like, JD play around a lot, yeah. but it, it works for him. You get some people who strictly just, mm, and then you get people who play around and, and actually can get stuff off and play football. Correct. And that's just how JD is. Right. See, but I just be playing around, you know, in practices, working on my craft. And then in the game, if I see it, I do it. I go straight to it. Yeah. It's really I ain't happy. spinning. Uh, I, I ain't spinning. You're just going through them. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a skill, man. I mean, honestly, it yeah, think about running full speed and then you go into a full spin. I mean, yeah. not guys, not a lot of guys can just do it and maintain. I'm telling you, man. My cousin playing basketball, he used to full speed hey, 360 basketball. layup. Now I'd be like, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. spin like that. Yeah, I play basketball. I'm, I play basketball. I, I, I don't know where it came from. I think it came from my friend Tom Ball out of flag football. Started watching him do it and then came accustomed to it. Standing people up. I stand you up. I'm a spin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I ain't spinning at all. Too top yeah. heavy. <laughs> my ass <laughs> So, King, <laughs> what up? Uh... Downhill. King running downhill. Hey. Oh, yeah. JD, JD trying to make a miss. <laughs> oh no! I, they gotta feel me. One, I, ain't, I ain't even avoiding nothing. <laughs> the first one or two might miss. And so yeah, you just you just reading the defensive guy, man. You just watching the defense, see his where his feet go, and as soon as you get him going one way, you go on the other. And another That's thing, it. I like to watch film. I like to watch a lot of film. If you didn't know, I like to watch a lot of film. Watching film. When you're watching film, are you do you guys get together watching film so you can kind of yeah. key in on with the other guys on the team? Like, hey, that guy's going to be in front of you. He's he's blocking this way and things like that. Yeah, offense most definitely come to my house all the time. Like Tory Worlds, uh, who else come to my house? Well, we had Jalen used to come to my house, but uh, he played for another team now. Yeah. We got a couple of guys come to my house. We watch film. Quan come to my house every now and then. Okay. But so, I watch film. Hey, I'm watch, see, I'm watching um, NFL highlights right now. <laughs> I'm to learn another move or something. <laughs> I'm watching kids. <laughs> does, that, does that keep you on your toes, King? Chasing the kids around? Yeah. Kids <laughs> and dogs, yeah. That's why he run downhill. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think? Uh, this is for King. What do you think your greatest strength on the football field is? Leadership. Okay. Like I said, man, I'm 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 older now. I can't move like I used to, but I made sure everything I do is is known. Like I'm, I can contain. If you if you watch a lot of the film, they run away from me. Yeah, I like I, I make it happen, and but it's more so like if I'm there, I can pinpoint a lot of stuff I see. I call out things and all of that. Like I don't go for the big hit no more because shoot, these new guys they bouncing off of that. But if I touch you, you going down. I'm a wrap up. Okay. I don't care if I grab you with my pinky, you going down. Mm. It's it's I bring I bring a uh, more positivity and leadership, and that's my strength as far as. All the other stuff, I just play football, man. 
Okay. I'm going to ask you guys both the same question. You guys may both have the same answer uh, right before we uh, take a quick break for some station uh, identification and news. But what goals do you guys have for yourself and for your team in the upcoming season? And, and how do you plan on achieving those? My goals personally, uh, I made a post, and um, we have 10, 10 games this season, so I'm planning on running for over a thousand. Okay, and I got to get at least 10 touchdowns. I got to, and I'm playing both sides, so I expect myself to have at least 20 tackles. So, yeah, season goals as a team, I feel like we're gonna make it far. I ain't gonna say we're gonna go undefeated. I'm not sure yet, but I know we're going to take it one game at a time, and we're going to try to win every game. Okay. And I want to ring. I want to ring. Yeah. I mean, the the ultimate goal everybody's looking forward to right now, everybody's got a chance. It's the very beginning of the season, just like every other season or every other sports league. I mean, once – once the before the games are playing, everybody has that hope of uh, being a champion. Uh, some teams are gonna fall flat, and I mean, others are gonna keep battling through the the time. But championships always the goal in sports, right? I mean, yeah, it was, always was for me. Yeah. So, King, any uh, any personal goals you have? For this uh season coming up uh i mean just just making it through trying to stay healthy and getting better i mean it's always room for improvement and just pretty much pushing these guys to the finish line okay yeah and uh, like, like I, and, and getting, getting these boys a ring man i, I swear i'm I'd be trying to make it happen for them because I, I got six rings semi-pro and arena football yeah so like it's a great feeling that some of these guys never experienced. Yeah. Like I introduced JD to, to Arena last season, and that boy loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, I got four. Of them. I got right. two. One with Kane, and I got one in flag. National. Uh-huh. National, not just locally. National. National. <laughs> the national tournament uh, yeah. was a the yeah. tournament down in Miami that no, they usually have. South Carolina. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, like I said before, Saturday, February 25th, 6 o'clock, Memorial Stadium. Uh, The Savannah Falcons are having a blackout. Come in. Tickets are $10. You can uh, reach out to the Falcons on Facebook to pre-order your ticket, or tickets are always available at the gate. Kids 10 and under are free. Make sure you get out there, support your Savannah Falcons. There are multiple uh, semi-pro and professional teams in this city. Savannah Falcons are one of the authentic, homegrown teams around here. They're sure to put on entertainment. Make sure you guys get out there, check them out. We're going to take a quick break for Station ID, and we'll be right back with you. Yes, it is that time again to support WRUU through your vote in the Connect Savannah Best of Savannah poll. It's easy. Go to the Connect Savannah website, www.connectsavannah.com, and click on the Best of Savannah voting image. Read the instructions and then scroll down and click the image labeled media. Vote for WRUU in the best local radio category. And if you see a favorite WRUU radio host, please vote for them as well. Vote now as voting ends at 11.59 p.m. on March 6th. Thank you for listening to and voting for WRUU in the Connect Savannah Best of Savannah poll. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, 
contact Laura at 912-964-5411. I'm Dave Lake. Join me for Great Progressive, Straight Ahead, and Classic Jazz on Jazz Brunch, noon to 2 p.m. on Mondays, 11 to 2 p.m. on Tuesdays, 1 to 2 p.m. on Wednesdays, and 11 to 1 p.m. on Thursdays. Hi, this is University of Georgia and Jacksonville Jaguar safety J.R. Reed, and you're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 1075FN, WRUU.org, Savannah Sounds, Community Radio with Global Soul. And we are back with the Bring It In show. How is everybody doing? Uh, King, I wanted to ask you um, a question because you've been doing it for a while. You've gotten six rings. Um, what advice would you give to somebody who's younger and is interested in playing semi-pro football? Uh, push for more. Push like, for more. Take it as a stepping stone. Don't let semi-pro just be your final step unless you don't want more. Like if you're a young guy, yeah. Get 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 everything together. Make sure you got film and be able to to like I say, get it out there. Um, unless you just want to do semi-pro just to have fun, then yeah, that's it. But push for push for more. Like, of course, use semi-pro to get better and all of that until you can get enough film to get somewhere else, even if it's like a junior college or whatever. But always push for more. Okay. Well, also, either one of you guys could answer this. What, uh, what do you think is the uh, difference? What sets a, the what sets different teams apart from being able to be a successful semi-pro football team? Um, aside from, I mean, you guys have probably seen it a lot more than I have because uh, I've just been around semi-pro for about three years. But every every season, there are always a couple teams that fold. What what sets the What's the difference between the teams that can become successful than the teams that uh, ultimately fold after a while? Having a mission. You got to have a mission. You got to have a mission. Like You just cut out. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what you're playing the game for... Why are you playing the game? You know, if you're not trying to better yourself, better your team, better than the next person, you, you're not playing with a cost. You got to play much. with a cost. Yeah, dedication, like I said. Because you get a lot of people who just want to play me football. You can't win with this you. Yeah. And if, if you got a bunch of people who just out there playing me football, that's when you get the teams that fight a lot and all of that. It's never gonna work. Okay. How's how's the competition stack up? You guys have both played multiple levels of football. Uh, how's the competition in semi-pro football stack up to when you were playing high school and college and so on? I tell them guys all the time. I said slow. It's slower than what I'm used to, but when you play the right team, it's a, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, all the games end up close for some reason. I don't know why, you know. But people get complacent. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, certain teams can do better. It's just it, it feel like a high school level of play to me. Okay. Okay. Now, when you say slow, is it? Some of it is it on referees being slow on there sometimes, because I know 
I know uh, up top watching the game, sometimes it seems like there there are more discussions between the referees. Uh, so that seems sometimes. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say. It oh, like I, that. you know, I'm gonna say it. I'm. I'm real outspoken. I'm, Anybody yeah. know me? I'm gonna say it. Half the time, them refs don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're looking at. They they don't know what's going on in the game. Like I'll be sitting there, like you ain't see that. Yeah. Like, I get majority games. I get hell, and I'll be like, just watch them. I'm like, watch, watch them. People, like, oh, that ain't my job. That ain't your job. <laughs> Jamie, you got anything? I'm good, man. I know. I keep, I keep taking, uh, I keep throwing out all these questions and taking up <laughs> time. So you guys, you guys, everybody looked ready last night. You guys feel good. Um, what do you guys have? Uh, to say to your teammates um and i'm not trying to get in the locker room because yeah you guys know how my brother acts in the locker room but i'm not trying to get the locker room speech but the pg version of maybe the locker room speech uh that you guys are gonna give your uh teammates when when it's game day I let JD <laughs> There's there is no PG version. Uh, that's not coming from me. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think I can do a PG version. Not, not coming from me. I think I can do it. All right. Scout report just came out last night. We just got our assignment. We know who to key on. Ball out. Worry about problems later. That's PG version, man. All right, yeah. Hey, and like I said, I, I'm looking at Kane face. Look, if y'all hear from me, y'all gonna have to bleep out everything. Yeah, we we're not we we don't have that technology right now. But maybe we'll maybe we'll dip in there for some Facebook Live on game day and see uh, how things like that are working out. Uh, I just want to thank both of you guys for joining us, and I. Can't wait to see you guys out on the field again. I'm super excited. Again, I know uh, people might think I'm like a uh, repeating record right now, but the season opener for your Savannah Falcons this Saturday, February 25th at Memorial Stadium, 101 John J. Scott Drive. It's a blackout. Kickoff, 6 o'clock. Come there, bring your friends, get ready for some entertainment. We got the NFL. We just got through the Super Bowl. They got they got the XFL on, but we we don't know who they are. We know who the Savannah Falcons are, and we're here to cheer them on. Tickets are $10. Kids 10 and under are free. There's going to be a... Uh, two dollar t-shirt raffle going on so you when you're buying your ticket buy some raffle tickets they're going to be raffling off some t-shirts at halftime get your savannah falcon merch it's it's going to be an awesome time and i looked at the weather it's going to be like 75 degrees out which i mean makes me happy because last year when the Falcons in Effingham played. It was so cold, and I think that scared people away. But everybody, whether you're a Falcons fan, an Outlaws fan, get out there on Saturday. Kick off 6 o'clock again. It's going to be a good time, great football, and I know from seeing the uh, Falcons practice that they're ready to take this on. And I know the Outlaws, I mean – I haven't talked to any of the outlaws. I'm just assuming. So I guess I don't know, but I'm assuming the outlaws are going to come and try to bring everything they possibly have. Since, like we said earlier, they haven't been able to beat the uh, Falcons. And I'm sure they're probably trying to motivate themselves that they shouldn't have a, a 30 next to their name. So it, it's sure to be a good game. And I can't wait. So, 
And I want to thank you guys again for for coming out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, Anything also making home. Security will be enforced. Oh, yeah. Security. We'll have security, security there. Always, always the safest games. Security. We make sure yep. that everything's uh, going to move smooth. And Glenn said he was going to do a halftime dance this year for the opener. Yeah, a TikTok dance, but I don't know oh, yeah. any TikTok dances. Oh, yeah. So Wait, Hey, look, you got a couple days to figure it out. Uh, yeah. Not, we going to hold you to it. <laughs> tell the uh, tell the uh, see Jamie. He's a Steelers fan. He's always trying to set me up. So I we guess gonna, we got. Hey, it, it's set up now. We gotta hold you to it. All right, time to be ready. Well, I'm. I'll. I'll be ready. I'll start stretching right now. Um, and we'll just have to tell the medical staff so they don't think that I'm going into convulsions yeah. or a seizure or anything <laughs> like that. I just want everybody to know that halftime I will be okay. No matter what I look like out there. <laughs> you ready for that, man? Now, now yeah, none yeah. of the guys are gonna go hey, to the locker room be, for halftime. I'm on my TikTok too. <laughs> on my TikTok. And I'm, I'm known on TikTok, so I, yeah, you about to be out there. <laughs> All right, you guys heard it, heard it here first. Jamie, Jamie always setting me up, but yeah, I, I'm a good, I'm a good sport. I'll, I'll follow through. I'll follow through. All right. That's right. <laughs> I just Jamie now 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 you definitely have to be there up in the booth so you can be uh telling explaining yeah. everybody what's going on on the field. <laughs> yeah, entertainment purposes only. Yeah, entertainment purposes only. I want to thank you guys again for coming by again. The Falcons are playing the Outlaws this Saturday. It's a blackout game at Memorial Stadium. And also, in other news, the Savannah Clovers this past week, their schedules dropped. Their first matchup for the Lamar Hunt U.S. Cup is out. Charleston Battery. I can't remember the actual date. I think that's sometime in uh, April. And I had way too much fun on today's show that I totally forgot. But reach out to us on Facebook. And Jamie and I will put up a, a question on the Bringing In Show's Facebook, and the first person to the answer the question correct this week will get two free tickets to the Savannah Falcons game. So Bringing In Show's doing a ticket giveaway that we'll put on Facebook, and everybody's welcome unless you can call within the next six minutes, 912-712-5077. But we're going to do it on Facebook because, I mean, it's always a great time. And just like I said in the beginning, Savannah Falcons are starting. They they had a podcast last year down by the river. It's going to be starting up again. It'll kind of be just like this. Just just me. Hopefully I can pull Jamie in and and a couple Savannah Falcons players and just talking about everything about their life, about their journey through football, and also the games coming up. So we'll check in. We'll let you know all the news, injury reports, everything you need to know about the Savannah Falcons. Just go over to their Facebook page, Savannah Falcons Semi-Pro Football Team, and have a and, – and go from there. Because it's going to be a good season. Everything's everything's just falling into place, and we're just we're days away, days away. And it's going to be so awesome, so epic. Get out there on Saturday, Memorial Stadium. It was a, it was a good day to uh, just have a nice long talk since like the sports world has almost stopped. I know I said the XFL. I, I had it on in the background, but I, I couldn't pay attention that much to it. Did anybody else watch any XFL this weekend? Yeah, shout out to the Sea Dragons, man. Sea Dragons? Yeah, shout out to the Sea Dragons. My homeboy Shabari Davis played for them. All right. Nice, nice. And that's another thing. Sometimes it, 
how do you know uh, Shabari Davis? He used to play for Garden City. I used to play for the Stallions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, yes, which I think I think he played for another team after that. But I knew he played for Garden City, and then that's how I met him. Ten and under, eleven under. I met twelve and under. Oh, okay, okay, awesome. So I mean, there's there's sports going on. Uh, basketball was the uh, the all-star game, which I know people have uh, good things and bad things to say about all-star games. I heard that they were trying to trying to bribe like LeBron with a million dollars to be in the dunk contest. So I think <laughs> I don't care how I don't care how much money I have. You're just gonna give me. A million dollars to dunk a couple times. Yeah, I would. I would have took it and just done the uh, the old uh, tomahawk or the uh, Akron hammer over and over again. Every single. Oh man, now you're talking. Now you're talking my time. Oh, Vince Carter. He's from he's from up in my woods. <laughs> oh man, that was such a good. Man, see, and that's what uh, I feel like that's one of the big things that the All-Star break and the um, slam dunk contest always yeah. bring out the highlights of Vince Carter doing that. I like that guy, Matt, though. He, he surprised me. I didn't, know he, I didn't know he could jump that high. Yeah. He almost, <laughs> he almost he got a he, – he almost got – he got a touch under – how much he's made his whole career for winning that dunk, dunk contest. I think his whole career earnings are a hundred and six uh thousand and he won a hundred thousand for the um dunk contest. So I mean he he got a nice little bonus over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Real nice bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I could get a bonus like that for a weekend of work. Yeah, who you telling? <laughs> I would have just like having them hops when I was young. Oh yeah. Was... <laughs> when I was young, I had a little bit of hops, just a little bit. Eleventh grade was the only time I had any kind of hops. One year, one year, and one year only. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, uh. Anything in the golf world happened this weekend that you can run down through for the last uh, minute or two? In the golf world? Yeah. John Rahm went in big. Yes, sir. Uh, Why Tiger Woods get that man that tampon? I don't know. You would think that he would have known, especially after the, the climate in the country for the past starting like four or five years or so since the me too movement you would have thought that he would have known that that was not going to go over well yeah even though they was friends and everything like that yeah um, it's it's not about him giving it to his friend it's about the the everybody else who who was there and had their eyes on him it's like Come on, you knew that wasn't gonna. You yeah, didn't think yeah. about this. You were the just, you were just trying time. to clown your friend. Yeah. Right. The internet went every time. Yeah, it does. I want to thank every. Huh? There's too many cameras around all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, Tiger Woods has got to know that out of all those golfers on that course. There are probably more cameras on Tiger Woods when he walks through. I mean, he's been the biggest golfer ever since. I mean, he's who taught me what golf was when I was in, like, sixth grade. So, I mean, I I had no clue anything about golf until Tiger Woods stepped on the scene. So, I want to thank everybody for joining us today, and we will be back next next Monday, 11 to 12. And remember, Saturday, February 25th, Memorial Stadium, Savannah Falcons are having a blackout. Kickoff's at 10 o'clock. 
or kickoffs at at six o'clock. Tickets are ten dollars. I flip I flip the time and the ticket price real quick. Kids ten and under get in for free. You're listening to WRUU. We'll see you next week. Savannah, Georgia, one hundred seven point five FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not.